We welcome the listeners of Sirius FM Al-Ansar International and Markaz Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, to this edition of the Q&A on this day, the 2nd of Sha'ban, 1445, corresponding with the Islamic Day, 13th February, 2024, kindly and generously brought to you by the Capital Group with our esteemed Amir and resident Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafizahullah, whom we have on the line at the moment. Now, for our local listeners, if you have a question, uh, the WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. And for our international listeners, it is plus 2784-786-3132. Now, before we proceed, the current Islamic economic indicators are as follows. The current Zakani Saab is 9,000 South African rands. The current Mahr Fatimi is 22,000 rands. The minimum uh, Mahr in the Hanafi Madhab is 500 rand. In the Maliki Madhab, it is 175 rand. And the Shafi'is and the Hanbalis have no minimum. Now, for those who wish to listen to the talks of Mufti Saab at their own leisure time, they may visit his website, that is Mufti A.K. Hussein H.O.O. SEN.net. And for those who wish to communicate with Mufti Saab, his email address is akhusen at gmail.com and the Twitter account or X account is at akhusen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Mufti Saab. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum wa Khalid Yaqub. Jazakallahu khairan. Our first question, when traveling, do I become a musafir from the time I leave the border of my city or from the time I leave my area? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Before we respond to that query and question a few announcements, now we know that throughout the world the month of Shaban Mubarak has started. So which dua should be we be reading now till the month of Ramadan Mubarak? So read, read now with me also is fine. Allahumma 
Barik lana fi Sha'ban. Oh, beloved Allah, grant us barakah blessing during this month of Sha'ban. Wabalighna Ramadan. And oh, Almighty Allah, that you spare us for the holy sacred month of Ramadan so we can experience another wonderful Ramadan 1445 with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. Allahumma barik lana fi Sha'ban. Wabalighna Ramadan. The hadith in Mishka. Sharif. Similarly, we are looking forward to it. Allah Ta'ala give us the quwwat, taqad, strength, stamina, energy. So read the following dua mentioned in Kanzul Ummal. Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan. Oh, beloved Allah, that save us, protect us from Ramadan, no mishap, no accident, no serious illness, sickness. Wa sallim Ramadan alana and protect Ramadan for us. There mustn't be any unnecessary control and so forth regarding the moon and related issues وَسَلِّمْ هُلَنَا مُتَقَبَّلَ all our speech all our righteous deeds actions and so forth and so on you accept it in your divine court O Almighty Allah Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan وَسَلِّمْ رَمَدَانَ لَنَا وَسَلِّمْ هُلَنَا مُتَقَبَّلَ so these two du'as we should be reading throughout the month of Shaban inshallah Tonight in South Africa, Southern Africa, Mauritius is the second of Sha'aban. And in Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Munawwara, Majlul Al-Aqsa, Palestine, Gaza, Al-Mubarak. Remember, it is the third tonight already of Sha'aban. And tomorrow, Tuesday, will be the third of Sha'aban. In most parts of the world, 80-90%. And South Africa, tonight, tomorrow, is the second of Sha'aban. So we should take cognizance of that as well. Now read this dua and look at the richness, the beauty, the glory, the style, the diction of the Arabic language. He Habibuna Rahmatullil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us a dua and supplication whenever the Islamic Luna man starts. Hilalu Khairin Warushdin. What is the meaning of Hilal? Hilal means the first three nights when you see the moon has started, you call it Hilal. Every three nights the name of the moon changes. When it is in his glory and beauty, the 14th night moon, you call it Laylatul Badr. That the night of Badr shining in his beauty and glory. Show me any language in the world that has such a richness, such magnanimity, such a vast vocabulary in the lexicon. You will not find. Therefore, the Quran Sharif, the Sunnah Mubarakah, the language of Jannah, Paradise is Arabic, and we all will learn and know Arabic in Jannah, inshallah, automatically. So, what is the dua we should read? Read now with me Allahu Akbar, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin. Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin mentioned in Abu Dawood, O Almighty Allah, make this new month, this month of Shaban, a month of Khair for us, our families, and the entire Ummah and Muslimah, and wa Rushdin, a month of righteousness, and we all know that what is happening in Gaza al Mubarakah, what is happening in Rafah, the word is Rafah with a ha in the end, Ra-fa-ha, 
So, oh, you say Rafa. So that is the English terminology. In Arabic, you say Rafa. Rafaha. Rafihi. So remember, we should try and pronounce the words correctly. It's right on the border between Gaza and Egypt, the southern side of Gaza. Allah, Jalla wala, protect our brothers, sisters, children, babies of Palestine and Gaza. May all, may Allah, decimate and destroy and annihilate the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel and all those who are assisting them in one way or another. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Now we come to the question. A person now, he is in Lanesia. We are in Lanesia. Or the person is there in Durban, in Westworld, where Mona Khalid Yaqub, Dawood Monli is. So now, when a person is embarking on a journey, I want to go tonight, tomorrow, for example, to Newcastle, Ladysmith, to go meet Mohammed Salim Karim, for example. So when do I start calculating my mileage? So on this, there's ijma and consensus. You don't count from your house or from your shop and so forth. You must go out of the boundary of your town or your city, then from that point you start counting and so forth. And if there's no real official border and so forth, you know, like South Africa, some places, everything is stolen, so you will not even find any border that showing you. So then you work with Urf. Urf means that what the people of the town will say that here our border ends, here our border starts. So if you're leaving, so there it ends. If you're entering, here it starts. So you take that into consideration. And then your intention must be 78 kilometers or more to your destination. And remember, again, it's border to border, municipal border to border, not house to house and so forth. So people must calculate sometimes and that becomes a serious offense. Another issue that you should know regarding Musafir and traveling and so forth, according to the Hanafi jurists and scholars, only if you are traveling and you're going to stay there in a place, your destination for 14 nights or less, then you are a musafir and a traveler. If you're going to stay for 15 nights and more, then from day one, you must read full salat. So that is the Hanafi, Fatwa, Hanafi verdict. Shafi is Maliki's humbly say no. That once you made intention to travel your 78 kilometers or more, then if you are going to stay in a place one night, night, two nights, three nights, then you are a musafir and a traveler. But if you're going to stay in that destination, in that place for four full nights, four full days and more, then remember that you must mukim and you must read full salat. So that is the academic discussion. Whilst we're on this topic, let me elaborate on one more point. Today, people want to go and see soccer match, cricket match. People want to go meet their mistress, their number two, their spay wheel. People want to go to the gambling casino or escort agency. Allah forbid, Allah, some haram action, some haram place. Then remember, according to Shafi's humblies and them, So then you are not entitled to read Qasr Salat and no are you entitled to make Jama Salat? You cannot combine your Salat when your journey itself is a haram journey. 
And nor do you get the concession of reading two rakat salat for Zohar, Asr, and Isha. So these are all important issues we should know when we commence our journey. So we all are on a journey, but our journey is towards the Akhirat and the year after. So therefore, at all times, all places, we should be begging, petitioning all, Almighty Allah, especially with the big night, 15 Shaban coming and so forth. So that will be on the 25th of February, that Sunday during the day. So that will be the 14th day of Shaban. And that night, the Sunday night, February 25th, will be 15th night of Shaban, South Africa, Southern Africa, Mauritius, and all other countries, basically. So where tomorrow is the 3rd of Shaban, so your Saturday night, that is the 24th of February, will be the big night, Laylatun Nisfim in Shaban, and we, the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, believe it is an auspicious night. Anybody wants to see it, mashallah, in the Sheikh Afada wa Ajada fi hadal Mawdu, Sheikh Nasuddin Albani, rahimahullah, who I met personally in Amman, in Jordan, he has written a silsila sahiha, so a hadith is sahiha, so the authentic hadith, volume 3, hadith number 1144, a wonderful discussion. Allah Jalla Wala forgives everybody on that auspicious night. Fayaghfirullahu li jami'i khalqihi illa li mushrik o mushahin. Except people who are non Muslim and people who have malice, rancor, hatred in their hearts. So you, I gave you the references and you can refer to it. And you can diarize it now already. Ramadan Mubarak will start, inshallah, on Monday, the 11th of March, and that will be that night will be first Taraweeh, and 12th of March will be the first Psalm and Siyam, inshallah, Aziz, the 30-hour, 31-hour moon, so inshallah, our moon Samis will see it somewhere and somewhere, so these are the important dates, you should take it to cognizance and remember it, Allah, Jalla spare us for these big, big, big days, big, big nights and auspicious occasions, Amin, Ya Rabbal Alameen. <coughs> If I am drinking my last glass of water for suhoor, and while in the process of drinking that water, the time for suhoor terminates, do I leave my glass down or complete drinking that water? Remember Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us regarding suhoor. Suhoor is the pre-dawn meal, right? So I just read Maghrib Salat in the masjid and then when I came out, I just looked at the board, yeah, the Sufi masjid, and I see for us, yeah, in Johannesburg, Lanesia area, they have for tomorrow, 4.30. That Sehri time ends. So remember that Suhoor time ends, the Hajjud ends and so forth. So let's use that as a an example. So Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us, Ni'ma suhoorul mu'mini at-tamr. That the best sehari, the best breed on meal is dates. You're my mother's daughters, sisters, and your husbands, your people's honorable wives, you should tell them, train them from now, that dates should be on the table or the starkhan at the bottom, on the floor, wherever you're eating. Sehari time, suhoor time, and similarly iftar time as 
as well. On both occasions, it is Sunnah and Nabawiyah. According to the teaching, preaching of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi the Hadith of Date Sehri time, Suhoor time is mentioned. You must remember in Abu Dawood Mishka Sharif, and regarding remember the Hadith of Iftar, then you will find in every Hadith Kitab Mishka Sharif and Mustafa Ahmad Targhib Targhib and so forth. Now we speak about the cut-off time. So now our timetables, you need to be careful. Some timetables will tell you suhoor, sehri time ends, but that is five, six minutes before the actual time, precautionary time. So if, for example, 25 past 4, we're using the example of 4.30. So 25 past 4, 26 past 4, now your calendar, your timetable is saying that sehri time ends. But you know when you ask the ulama, the local ulama, they said that is precautionary time, not the exact final time. So then you take your last gulp of water, last glass of water, water, your medication, whatever you permissible. But if it's certain final time is 4.30 and you carry on drinking your water and tea and juice and whatever you, it goes to 4.31, 4.32, then your fast will be broken and qada will be compulsory. So we need to be circumspect and careful in this regard, not delay, delay so much that we enter into Subha Sadiq, the true dawn, because that is the time when the fasting time already begins and commences. Is it permissible to have the Quran recitation playing while I engage in my normal household activities if it is increasing my consciousness of Allah? and increasing my Qur'an and dhikr recitation. For all this, we should refer to the Noble Qur'an itself. All Maitya Allah, Jalla Wala, teaches us in the Noble Qur'an, وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِئُوا لَهُ وَأَنْصِتُوا لَأَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ When the Qur'an Sharif is being recited, so whether it's live recitation or whether recorded, but more when it's live, and when it's a CD or all these latest gadgets and so forth, we need to understand the balagha, the rhetoric, the beauty, the style, the diction of the noble Quran. Allah didn't say fasma'u. Kathratul huruf tadullu ala kathratil ma'ani. The more letters there are in the word, the greater the intensity in the meaning. So listen to the Quran Sharif attentively. Wa ansitu and then be quiet and silent. La allakum turhamun. So that the mercy of Almighty Allah will envelop you. Chapter 7, Surah A'raf and verse number 204. So that is what the Quran Sharif is teaching us. Now take three scenarios. So some people remember in their house they have problems that the crooks are coming every second, third, fourth month, Allah forbid. Oh, the people can't sleep. They're experiencing nightmares and they say jinnats are coming, the invisible creation. So now they put the CD on and the whole night Surah Baqarah is playing. Not permissible that. That is not permissible. It's bay adbi. It's showing disrespect to the Quran Sharif. You, my sister, my daughter, 
daughter, you are in your kitchen, and so forth. So now, if you all are busy with your panchat and your socializing, talking, all that, and you say, no, that I'm listening to Quran, but you're listening to Quran five minutes and ten minutes, you'll engage in conversation and so forth, then also it's not permissible. It's showing disrespect. I just gave you the verse now. Chapter 7, verse 204. Yes, you are in your house and there's no noise there and you are busy making your bajjas and samosas and spring rolls and all preparation for Ramadan and whatever else you love and your husband loves and your children love and you're listening to the Quran Sharif. So they're not only permissible, then it's very good. The Quran Sharif is inspiring you, motivating you. Story time. I went to... Pretoria Thursday and came back Friday okay so you must remember I gave you the report back we sent it out to thousands of people trip to Pretoria then Saturday I went to Trichat here next to Sakunda and Bethal and those places you know Bampumalanga and my sister is there, my niece is there, and so forth. In fact, today they were here, my niece and all of them, Mona Ismail Osman, and so on. So I was driving Muhammad Khan, my brother, his car, you know, and I played one CD. So subhanAllah, that in that, I started crying some places. That in that CD he had about Medina Munawwara, about Masjid al-Nabawi, about the Master, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So now this was Saturday, and my brother Suleiman Esop has a program, Nat Kirat, between 6 to 8. So now I told my youngster there, Mona Ismail Osman's younger brother, Hafiz Ridwan, Osman, I said, you know what, I've got these CDs, two of them, and it must be downloaded, and then I have to send it from my phone to Suleiman's phone. What can we do? He said, let's go to my brother, Pakistani brother. Now the Pakistanis, they champion in this, you know. So I went there and I told him I was in Pakistan from 74 and 80 and, you know, I'm teaching. And I taught in the Darulum here in Newcastle and now I'm on the radio and so forth and so on. And he was listening. So he told me that, you know what, that these things are difficult to do, but leave it here and you come back after one hour, one and a half hour or so. So we made dua, Ya Allah, make it easy. But by half past five, to, you know, call it to six, I had to send it because six o'clock the program starts. So he managed to do all that, download it and so forth and so on. And mashallah, so Suleiman played it. Wonderful, wonderful, you understand? Nat Sharif, Nazams and so forth, of so Medina Manowara and so forth. Now, if you are playing Nat and Nazam and all these kind of things, you listen, you don't listen, it's fine. But when it comes to Quran, Sharif, then Quran says, Fastami'u lahu, listen attentively, wa ansitu, and remain silent. There are two independent injunctions, commandments there, so always take cognizance of that. Rather, switch off the Quran if nobody is listening, or we want to engage in our gupship, and you know what is gupship in Urdu, our conversations and talking lighthearted and so forth, then it is disrespectful to the Quran Sharif. So that is the fatwa and verdict we should understand. Is it permissible for a Muslim male to attend university? 
Remember that our fatwa verdict is for Muslim females to attend university and all that in this day and this age is not permissible. In fact, the university contacted me, the students and them. They said they want the program now sometime. So I gave them a few dates when I'm available. Nevertheless, why they want them must come is because we don't just go there and give the 10-15 minute lecture. After the Jumma Salat, we sit there for two hours or so, one and a half, two hours and we have a good intense discussion a live Q&A between us and the students and there's no censorship they can ask any question they want to so therefore it is very good you know so now for the boys to go there the girls we say is not permissible the ladies and so forth why? either they will lose you must remember their haya shame and modesty either they will lose their virginity or either they will lose their iman and islam and please don't come and tell me it's not happening. If I tell you how many questions I receive because the Zamir, you say in good Urdu, if you know good Urdu, Mera Zamir kabul karta. my conscience and my heart does not accept it. So we all are sinners, we all are transgressors, but sometimes realization come and say, but this is a terrible thing I'm doing. So when that realization comes, then they contact us and then they want advice. Sometimes it's too late also. But nevertheless, we're not against your daughter, sister, studying, study, study via correspondence. Nobody will say it's not permissible. We will say it's permissible. But to go in that environment where the lesbians are, where the gays are, where the drugs are, and everything is legal. You look at your Bella, Bella Bull now going and Bella Bull, whatever you want to call it. Go see the crazy things there. They want alcohol to be permissible right in the school. And what and what? And they want to tell us we can't do home schooling we say go to a hell with all these type of things so you must worry about your load shedding then worrying about all these crazy things here yeah? the whole of south africa should be standing up for all this how can you dictate to us and so forth about all these crazy suggestions of yours so i can tell you majority of the south africans don't want alcohol in schools and so forth i'm not speaking of muslims only we're speaking of non-muslims as well and so many other things there so we hope that it is rejected and so forth nevertheless so that's one point now that is the women what about the boys so if the boy is such he has true iman true taqwa piety he will not miss his salat he will guard his gaze and that he will not get involved in unsavory activities boyfriend girlfriend or sometimes Adam and Steve business also because everything there is legal and the South African constitution tells you according to them is legal then if you can fulfill that you want to become a doctor engineer lawyer whatever we say is permissible but if you know you won't be able to do that, then you should not go there. Rather study via correspondence. I studied via correspondence, you must remember that. So in the good old days, in the 80s and so forth and so on. So we know what is university life. Once in two months, three months, six months, you go there, you speak to your prof, you speak to your your supervisor, whatever your promoter or whatever you want to call him. So nowadays it's so easy, you don't have to even go there, you must remember that. Nowadays you can 
and make conference call and with emails and to the females and emails to the males and that so when I say emails to the females I'm not saying it's permissible for fun and games and entertainment if there's a need necessity like how the women ask us questions and we answer them so that will all be permissible so you must make istikhara read Allah and ever in life you have options that are permissible but you don't know what to do then learn this dua mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif Allahumma oh beloved Allah khir li khir khara khire then li khir li wakhtar li oh beloved Allah you select the best for me and you choose for me you don't have to sleep and dream and all that whatever comes in your heart exact time there same time that is your decision and once you make decision stick to it faida azamta fatawakkal Allah Quran says you made up your mind so then place your trust in almighty Allah provided that the decision itself is permissible Insha'Allah, go on a break now and resume after the break. You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We welcome the listeners who have just joined us uh, to this edition. The listeners of Sirius FM Al-Ansar and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, to this edition of the Q&A on this day, the 2nd of Sha'ban, 1445, Corresponding with the Islamic date 13 February 2024, kindly and generously brought to you by the Capital Group with our esteemed Amir and resident Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, who we have online at the moment. For our local listeners, if you have a question, the WhatsApp number is 0847863132, and our international listeners, the number is plus 27847863132. Our next question, can Mufti uh, explain to us the ruling regarding injections while one is fasting? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Tonight is the 2nd of Sha'ban, 1445, Islamically in South Africa, Southern Africa, Mauritius. And in 80-90% of the world, to date is the 3rd of Sha'ban, and tomorrow, Tuesday, will be also the 3rd of Sha'ban in most countries and places of the world. So that is what we should remember. The other Gregorian calendar that we all know the date and so forth, always promote the Islamic calendar. Remember these basic laws that I'm giving you. Shaban is a wonderful month to fast. Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Obviously, Ramadan, we have to fast the entire month, 30 days, 29 days. That is mandatory, compulsory. So the remaining 11 months, Mustafa would fast the most in which month? It was this month, yeah, Shaban, that Uhibbu Ayurfa and Mustafa said hadith in Sunan Nasai I love that I'm fasting and my book of deeds is gone up whilst I'm fasting this is as you know you're a businessman so you have your financial audit and your business year and so forth ending at end of February so people are taking stock and so forth what are the assets what are the liabilities what are the profits and so forth so yes a Muslim Shaban 
command is the time that remember the actions go up and angels take it up for the entire year so we find that so it's very good to fast and so forth so we should know what are the breakers of the fast as well but remember two three issues if we have qadha fast outstanding 5 10 15 20 so we must keep the qadha fast leave all the sunnah and nafil fast out now our mother siddiqa sayyida aisha radiallahu anha states that when the month of shaban used to start then we the azwaj mutahharat the honorable wives and spouses of mustafa sallallahu alaihi used to keep our qadha fast during this month of shaban before the month of ramadan starts and begins one issue second issue is understand this food medication all that going through the mouth so that will or liquid that will nullify break the fast any medication and liquid and so forth going through the nose you know the medication whatever so that also will then break and nullify the fast any medication and so forth Allah forbid people are suffering from piles and so forth through the back passage you insert medication like you know there are suppositories and so forth that will nullify the fast and for you ladies only understand this you are my honorable mothers sisters daughters any medication and so forth that go through your front passage so that will break your fast you go for internal checkup by your gynae and so forth it will nullify the fast remember that so these are basic rules regarding injections remember that will not break the fast whether it is in your hand on your arm or whether on the posterior and so forth so it's fine and remember if you are feeling sick now whilst you are fasting or during Ramadan then instead of just breaking the fast and taking medication no go to the doctor and get an injection and inshallah maybe that will make you feel better and your fast will not break as well similarly medication in the eyes and that eye drops and what have you today I received the question a person said he has problem with his eyes and he has to go for a small procedure and they're going to inject something in his eyes will it break his fast they said no it will not break the fast so remember that things that go through your eyes remember it will not break the fast the fast will be valid who is responsible for a woman after she receives a talaq the husband is not financially stable and her father is still alive Remember that if a woman is divorced and now it's one talaq or two or three divorce and talaq means divorce, we have many, many non-Muslim listeners, so therefore I try and give the equivalent and the translation meaning in English as well. So the law Islamically broadly will be during the iddat period, the waiting period, so the husband is responsible, so whether it be the three menses or whether it be the three periods of cleanliness and so forth, Somebody say that the iddat period, waiting period is three months. Hanafi, Hanbali, Maliki, Shafi say three periods of cleanliness. So that is the academic discussion. So then the husband is responsible. And once the iddat expires, then that ex husband is no more responsible then. So now who is responsible? So the father will be responsible. You, the father, your daughter came back, she's divorced. You should never consider her a 
burden. He, Mustafa Rahmatulil Alameen, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said, when you spend on your daughter who is divorced, is khayru sadaqa, one of the best forms of charity. So remember, no daughter wants to come back, no parent wants his daughter to come back and so. But circumstances are such nowadays, you must remember, we see divorce and talaq is spiraling out of control, Allah forbid. So remember that you, the father, should then spend on the daughter who's divorced. Now you are not stable, then her brothers and so forth should come and help her, assist her, and they can give her zakat also, that are the siblings, her brothers, her sisters, if she is in dire straits. The father, mother cannot give her zakat, but the siblings can give her zakat if she is really a destitute and very poor and in dire straits. And her uncles, her chacha, her kaka, her mama, and all of them, her father's brother, and her mother's brother, her brothers, all of them can help. So that is what Islam is teaching us. When things are good, you are going to benefit if she passes away and she is a lady of substance and she got hundreds of thousands, millions of rand, then you are going to inherit. So similarly, at a time of need, you must become the friend indeed. So you must help her remember that and for that you will get double reward. Ajuru Sadaqa wa Ajuru Sila. One is the reward for charity and one is the reward of strengthening the family ties. Islam has left a wonderful system. There's never a need for a person to go and beg and stretch your hand by people and so forth if we understand our Islamic Sharia and Islamic law. So that is very, very important for us to understand. We were told that the Maghrib Adhan usually is given three minutes after sunset. There was an occasion towards the end of last year I was keeping a nafal fast and the Mu'addin gave the Adhan a bit earlier about uh, two minutes after sunset instead of three minutes and I broke my fast. Would that fast be accepted? 100% your fast is valid. There's no problem with that. As long as you are sure the sunset took place and you know in that particular masjid mosque, normally the habit is that they will give adhan three minutes after sunset. So the muazzin, the person, the caller to the call of prayer, so now he rendered the adhan two minutes after sunset and you broke your fast. Totally valid. Leave that. Today, today in our masjid where I read Maghrib Salat, so I turned around to look for something. I heard a noise or whatever you. So I know this brother was fasting today. So the adhan didn't go, but he's got his dates and his zamzam or water and juice already and he's busy. So I don't tell him anything because I know that he's working on exact sunset time and one minute after that. So the time is in so you can make iftar as well. But I'm not suggesting you all must do that because because some of our guys are too overzealous. They will start eating all that before time, you know. Our Mu'aqasim Sema, Rahimahullah, in Dalum, Newcastle, whenever I was there, and I used to sit there, you understand, next to Maulana, Apaki Chai, to board Laziz. MashaAllah, I used to tell him, Maulana, that Apa, Apa Sakina, Allah grant our Mu'aqasim Sema, his Apa, all of them, Jannatul Firdaus, great, great sacrifice. So her tea was something else. 
us, you know. So Molana used to come with his kettle, he used to carry it, you know. So I used to find it amusing. You can just tell a student, but Molana, no, I must carry the kettle. Okay. So now he comes, he sits there, and I'll sit next to him. We'll talk something. Then it's dua time. We make individual dua, not collective dua. And thereafter, the dates and that. He used to, before Azan start already, you understand? He say, ye log bo takhir karte hai. So he says, they delay, delay so many minutes, three minutes, four minutes, kya there's no need for that so so many times I saw him I wouldn't just do it I would carry on with my dua and then when the azan starts and all that so you must be very careful what I'm saying you don't go and must control what I'm saying if you are 100% sure the sun has set normally it's good to wait 2-3 minutes and then render the azan because sometimes our watches are not precisely on time accurately on time but let's say hypothetically you are sure and one two minutes has passed after sunset azan has not been given as yet and you already start taking the dates and eating it so your fast is valid there's no problem but we are not encouraging that i'm just explaining to you a masala so that you know what islam is teaching us we receive a whatsapp that states that those ulama who are using that verse inna anzalnahu fi laylatin mubaraka to you know justify the 15th of shaban they are mistaken because the verse is not related to 15th of shaban 100% I received that question yesterday. Hafiz Wadi asked that question. In fact, he said that please explain Surah Dukhan, chapter number 44 and verse number 3. Inna fi that all Allah teaches us, informs us that indeed we reveal the Quran Sharif in the night of that is blessed night filled with barakah and so forth. So Chapter 44, verse number 3. I said, remember the usul, the principle, when you study ulumul tafsir and ulumul Quran and so forth, the sciences, the disciplines that are related, connected to the exegesis, tafsir, commentary of the noble Quran, then you learn all this. So one usul principle is al-Quran, certain verses of the noble Quran, they corroborate and they explain explain and elaborate other verses. So now you got the Surah 44, chapter 44, Surah Dukhan, verse 3. Now go to chapter 97, verse 1, and what you will find. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr. Indeed, we have revealed it in the noble Quran. Fi laylatil qadr, the night of qadr. Qadr, in the meaning of taqdeer, the night of majesty, the night of destiny. If you say majesty, then Qadr will mean Tashrif and Ta'zim. If you say Qadr means Taqdeer, then it means the night of fate and destiny. So that is the meaning. So when was this? From the Lohe Mahfuz, the sacred tablet to the Samawud Dunya to the first sky, the Quran Sharif was revealed in one night. And then from the first sky to the Mubarak, blessed, honorable heart of the Master Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Quran Sharif was revealed peace, male, 
Jaleel, and therefore you use both words. See the glory, beauty of the Arabic language. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr. Chapter 97, verse 1. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil mubarakah. Chapter 44, verse 3. But go to chapter 15 and verse 9. Chapter 15, 1, 5 and verse 9. Inna nahnu nazzalna. Nazzalna zikra. Tanzil. Nazzalna means to reveal piecemeal gradually. Slowly, slowly over a period of 23 years. The Quran Sharif was revealed on the Mubarak blessed the heart of the Master. So that you will warn the people, Ya Rasulullah, Mustafa, Habibuna, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, with love and compassion. So, Inna Nahnu Nazzalna Zikra. We reveal this Quran Sharif, this reminder, piecemeal, gradually. And we are going to protect it, preserve it, no addition, no omission. So, nothing of that sort. We are the only people on the entire earth that have a constitution, the original constitution, any pristine purity. We ask the Pope, we ask the Christians, we ask the Jews, we ask everybody, show us your constitution. They all said it's contaminated, adulterated, and they don't have one person living today who can read the original Torah in the original language by memory. They don't have a single person who can read the Injil, the Gospel, the Bible, revealed to Prophet Jesus, Nabi Isa, Salam, the original Bible Injil. They have so many different versions of the Torah, the Injil and Gospel that even the virgins are confused and they're blowing their fuses. And we have millions of people, not thousands, millions of people. And Ramadan, Mubarak, Shahrul Siyam, Shahrul Qiyam. And during the day we are fasting and nighttime we are reading the Quran Sharif. We're already preparing month of Shaban, is Shahrul now the Hafizab, the Qari Sahib, the Imam Sahib, the Mulana, the Mufti Sahib. Everybody is working out which quarter I will be reading, which part I will be reading. And then they're preparing already. So the ulama gave the name Shahrul Qurra, the month of the Qaris. They had the preparation for the month of Ramadan starts. So we read our 20 rakats. There's no 8 and 10 rakats. La tajtami ummati ala dalala. This ummah will never never agree and reach consensus on something that is astray hadith sahih authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif the Shafi'is the Malikis the Hanbalis Hanafis all said 20 rakats nobody said 8 rakats and 10 rakats and so forth so that is rejected according to the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah wherever the four schools of jurisprudence reach consensus that is the Sharia and there is no two opinions on that issue so we must be very clear on all these type of issues. I just shall friend asked a question with regards to piercings. Why are we allowed to have piercings but not tattoos when both are forms of mutilating the body? Regarding the previous question, I'll come to the tattooing and piercing just now. One point I want to just remind you because there are many students ulama. 
You see, when you study the entire, all the tafsir and so forth, you will find only Ikrima radiallahu and he states that inna anzalnahu fi laylati mubaraka, beginning of surah 44, refers to, surahs refers to laylatun nisfi min shaban, shabi baraat and laylatul baraa. So that is called shahs. Shahs means you can't leave 99%, 95% of the reporters, sahab, and take one isolated report so therefore 15 night of Shaban is not mentioned in the Quran Sharif yes it is mentioned in the Hadith and there are Sahih Ahadith and I told you Sheikh Albani in his Silsila Ahadith Sahih volume 3 verse number and Ahadith number Hadith number 1144 so go and refer to that as well now my brother your kias is called kias your analogy is not exactly true so when a person does tattooing when a Eve becomes Steve Steve becomes Eve when that lady cuts her hair and she's so short and that the hair I'm not speaking of her height I'm speaking of the hair is so short from the back you don't know you're looking at Eve or you're looking at Steve my brother so Quran Karim teaches us when Iblis Satan Lucifer Shaitan Satan was expelled from Jannah chapter 4 verse 119 then he he, that is Satan, Shaitan, then he mentioned and took various oaths. So one oath he took, chapter 4, verse 119, I will command them, these human beings, and they will change the creation of Allah. Look at the transgender movement today totally a curse system Allah made that person a boy and his name was Steve he said I don't want to be a boy make me Eve so now I'll go Eve say I don't want to be Eve I want to be Steve and they're playing all crazy games now and so forth therefore the sports authorities are getting confused and they're banning them in certain sporting codes and so forth so remember absolutely haram regarding tattooing specifically so there are hadiths mentioned in Sahih Muslim he Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said La'anallahu al-washima wal-mustawshima the person who does the tattooing is cursed by Almighty Allah and upon whom it is done so that person also is cursed so that is specifically for tattooing and so forth and is Sahih Hadith authentic Hadith in Muslim and go to Quran Sharif chapter 59 verse 7 so Remember, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَاكُمَ أَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ What Mustafa brought for you and commanded you to do, you must accept it. And what he prohibited you, you must abstain from it. Chapter 59, Surah Hashir, verse 7. Now you're speaking about piercing. From time of Mustafa, Rasulullah wasallam, the ladies are piercing their ears and so forth for their earrings so that this ijma no alim maulana sheikh imam will tell you that for a woman to wear earrings and so forth is not permissible you pierce the ears one piercing one opening there and so forth or two but not the whole ear like some ladies are doing now four or five all that is haram is imitating the western decadent satanic culture so that is not permissible likewise nak per lagana now you never understood 
that you find that in certain cultures our Indian culture and some Arab women also so you will find they wear a nose ring in Urdu they call it nut not nuts and coconuts nut noon taha nut nak nut lagana so remember that is that permissible yes Allama Abdul Hay Laknavi his fatwa kitab which I have by me in that he has a good discussion on that and he says the ulama applied the law of kias and analogy that if the earring is permissible so remember even that is permissible but today what is happening women want to pierce their belly and pierce this and pierce that all that totally haram that they saw on the TV they saw some actress or some uh, some shaitan doing that now they want to emulate imitate that so all that is haram and not permissible but so your question and your analogy is incorrect al-qiyas ma'al-fasid so ma'al-fariq so remember that is qiyas fasid and it is not acceptable analogy brother sister is it true that just before maghrib one should close the doors and windows to the house because the shaitan and the jinn enter the house at this time or is it lal kitab stories 100% Lal Kitab stories when our forefathers came from India from Lailpur and they came from you understand Saharanpur and Kolvatpur and Dabelpur and Mirzapur and all the Chakmalpur and Allah alone knows how many poor poor they were eating puris and they came so they brought a lot of stories so you're trying to tell me if I close my door of the house before Maghrib then the shaitans will not come inside and so forth and if I leave it open, they'll come inside and they close. In South Africa, you better close your doors because the crooks are so many. You know what it is. And then you got load shedding for six, eight, ten hours. Today, one person told me, yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me by his house, they got load shedding 12 hours a day. So imagine that how difficult it is. So remember that all the door story and all these things here, yeah, you must close it. And it depends on the weather, a lot of things, windows, all the Every summer, you want to leave it open and all that is fine you must remember yes when you go and sleep then Islam says make sure you switch off the lights you switch off all that you close the doors all these things for safety and common sense reasons you must remember although common sense is no more common nowadays you know so that is the Islamic teaching yes speaking of sunset you know when I was very young I'm still alright not so old but anyway let's go back 60 years right so when I was 5, 6, 7, 8 years old so around there you understood so we used to be playing soccer cricket we really enjoyed our youth you know and we were to live there with the Africans in the location we used to call it and my mother would come and come on inside the house we see last penalty last shot last over cricket you see say hey you better get inside now now we never understood all these things lo and behold when we start doing Bukhari Sharif when we start teaching a hadith kitab now we find the hadith Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam said Ida kana janhu layl now the night is approaching so now the sun is about to set and the night will start then what must you do Fakuffu sibyanakum get all your children indoors don't let them play outside fa inna shayateen 
منتشر وقت ایدین دیز دی تائم سیتن لوسفر شیطان ہیز ہز بگ میٹنگ ڈیلی میٹنگ وین دا سن از گوئن ٹو سیٹ اینڈ دا نائٹ از اباؤٹ ٹو اسٹارٹ سو دیٹس دا ٹائم ناؤ ہو ٹوٹ مائی مدر اینڈ دیم دس حضرت مولانا زبیر علی ماما جی نور اللہ عمر قدہ ہی واز ان سٹینٹن اینڈ مائی ماما جی حافظ عمر رحمہ اللہ اللہ گرانٹ ہم جنت الفردوس ولی اللہ ہی واز ان فورٹی ٹو ہی سٹارٹڈ بائی ماما جی ان سٹینٹن حضرت مولانا زبیر علی اینڈ فورٹی فور ہی کمپلیٹڈ یسٹرڈے وین آئی واز کمنگ بیک فرام تریخات آئی ٹوک دا اولڈ روڈ سو آئی کوڈ گو اینڈ وین وی جسٹ گو دے دا ٹیئرس اٹ رولنگ ڈاؤن آئی سی ایم گوئنگ ٹو مائی استاد ایم گوئنگ ٹو مائی شیخ اینڈ ہیز ٹو ٹیک می ان ہیز آرمس اینڈ مائی مدر یوز ٹو سی میک دعا بو مستان چھ دیٹ مچ آئی ریمبر شی ہیز ٹو اسپیک ان گجراتی میک دعا فار ایم حافظ تائی یو سی کم بی اینڈ دین ہی ووڈ ایمبریس می ریڈ دعاس فار می اینڈ سو آئی جسٹ یوز ٹو گو فار دیٹ اینڈ آئی واز اسمال بوائے واٹ ایلس ایم ٹو ڈو دے آئی ڈونٹ انڈرسٹینڈ واٹ دے سینگ سو ولی یو لا سو یسٹرڈے آئی واز دے ماشاء اللہ حضرت گریو مبارک بائی آنرابل موقاسم علی ہو پاسٹ وے ہز آنرابل مدر سو لائک دیٹ یو مس ریمبر دیٹ سو دے تھوٹ اور بلاوڈ پیرنٹس واٹ دے تھوٹ دے پریکٹس فنیش نو کویشچنز آس سو یو مس پریکٹس ٹوڈے وی سینڈنگ اور چلڈرن ٹو گو بائی سینگس مغرب ٹائم اینڈ سو فورس دا پیرنٹس ار پلیئنگ وتھ دا چلڈرن آؤٹ سائیڈ ہاف ڈون ریڈ مغرب سلاٹ سو دین وی سی دا شیطان ہیز گوٹ ہول اف دا چلڈرن سو اوبویسلی دے مس گیٹ ہولڈ اف حبیبنا صلی اللہ سم سے چلڈرن مس بی ان دوز یو نو فور فائیو سکس ایئرس اول دیر نو سلاٹ فار دیم یس از گڈ اف دے ریڈ بٹ نوٹ کمپلسری اینڈ سو فورس سو ریمبر ان دوز سو دیٹ از ویری امپورٹنٹ ناؤ دا ڈے از اینڈنگ دا نائٹ از اپروچنگ حدیث مشکا شریف اللہ ریڈ ریڈ ناؤ وتھ می سو یو مس میک اٹ پکو یو مس میک اٹ پرفیکٹ آئی ریڈ اٹ ٹوائس اللہم هذا اقبال لیلک او اللہ this is your night approaching wa idbaru naharik and your day going away now wa aswatu duaik it's time for dua faghfirli forgive me hadith in mishka sharif learn this dua the alternating of the night and the day the night night is starting and day is receding and going away allahumma hadha iqbal iqbal advancing allahumma hadha iqbal laylik wa ادبار نهارك واسوات دعائك فاغفر لي so that is what the muslim should be doing allah jalla wala give us tawfiq we go now for a break and you can hear the adhan on markaz sahaba the voice of ahlu sunnah wal jamaa after few minutes inshallah we will resume and continue jazakallah khair assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakat